Well, hello, hello. Arctic Eric here, welcoming you once again to my kitchen table. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I thank you for taking these moments with me, Arctic Eric. By the way, I have an email address. It's quite simple. ArcticEric at Hotmail.com. It would be great to hear from you. Oh, my. I've had so many mentor discussions and phone calls over recent days with so many different questions. I really don't know where to start. It's been uh, wonderfully beautiful. I guess one of the things I'm thankful for is that in the midst of all of this that's going on around us, that God is still in control. He was in control the day before. He was in control today, and he'll be in control tomorrow. One of the things that I was thinking about was Philippians in chapter 3, where we read that, uh, I just really, really like this, Paul is saying that I might know him, Jesus, that I might know him, we'll talk about that, and the power of his resurrections, and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. But, you know, things are context, context, context. So I thought, gosh, I better uh, go to the beginning of the chapter and, and let's look at some things. And we'll see if I happen to make it all the way down to verse 10. We're going to start, though, with verse 3. Paul is reminding us that we who believe, we who trust in Christ, we are the circumcision. Our hearts have been circumcised through faith in Jesus Christ. And we are those who worship by the Spirit, by the Spirit of God, through the person of the Holy Spirit. We worship by the Spirit. And let's just stop there a moment. We often hear a lot about left brain and right brain. And I guess that's all okay. And God himself, he, he feels... Certainly. We see that he is compassionate when Christ looks out and weeps. We can see that God has the ability to think because he says, My thoughts are not your thoughts. But God in Scripture is neither a mind or a set of emotions. He is a spirit. We're born again by his Spirit, through faith in Jesus Christ, the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of grace, has come into our lives that we might worship God in the Spirit. Of course, we still have our mind, our will, and our emotions. All of those are designed by God to be renewed and transformed through the Word of God that we might prove the good, perfect, and acceptable will of God by receiving his good will being performed in our lives by the Holy Spirit and through our lives by the self-same Holy Spirit. But let's think about this. Who are we? We're a royal priesthood. We're a new people. We're the people of God who are born again and worship by the Spirit of God. We put glory in, we glorify the glorious one, Jesus, and, here's the kicker, we put no confidence in the flesh. 
Oh, that the grace of God might work continually in all of us, that we put no confidence in the flesh, no confidence for eternity in anything that is temporal. You know, this temple, our bodies, it's going to disappear. We're getting a new body. So let's not put confidence in our skills and talents and abilities and our education and experience, as good as those things can be and as helpful as those things can be for other people. Because we are in the world, but not of the world. What do I mean? Well, we're in it. Absolutely. We're in it to be a blessing. We're in it to work with our hands and be a blessing and a benefit to those around us. And we're in it as aliens. We have a kingdom and a king on the inside of us, Jesus Christ. So we're not to put our confidence in what we see and hear and think ourselves, but we're to put our confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ, what he has said in the word, what he has demonstrated in the word, and that which, based upon the objective word of God, we are experiencing subjectively in our own lives. That even though we have a mind, a will, and emotion, even though we have many, many different faculties in our soul, that we are, above all else, born again by the Spirit, and we will worship God by the Spirit, His Spirit in us. It's exciting that as we're led by the Spirit, we find the only antidote against the flesh in the New Testament. It's to be led by the Spirit. If we're led by our own thoughts that are not renewed by the Word of God, if we're led by wild emotions and sensationalism and sensation, then we're going to go amiss. I'm not talking about a miss heaven. If you're born again, if you're a child of God, if you're filled with the Spirit of God, then heaven is in you. The kingdom is in you. The king is in you. That's that's not what I'm talking about. We're going to miss the spirit-filled, spirit-led, spirit-controlled life, which has an amazing fruit among many, the fruit of peace. Peace in the midst of the calamity. Peace in the midst of the storm. Because it isn't up to us to figure out eternity. The eternity that is now, the eternity that is now in us, the Lord Jesus Christ, he's already got it figured it out. So what is our part? Say, yes, Lord. Continue to renew and transform my mind as you draw me to yourself in Scripture and reveal to me that which Christ is doing now and wants to do now in me and through me. Thank you, God, that I see what Christ has done and that I'm not doing anything to try to perfect that which he's begun, but that you yourself, you want to perfect, you want to complete, you want to work everything that you began in our lives by your Holy Spirit. Verse 10, so I, like Paul, and I hope like you, that you want to know him intimately, personally, and daily, You want to know him, not just about him, but you want to know him on the inside. You want to know from Scripture what he has done, what he will do, and what he wants to accomplish today. 
and depend upon the power of his resurrection. The Bible declares, Paul writes, that the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in we who believe. Resurrection power, the power against which hell itself can have no victory. You know, so many people are looking at a, a what I call the big devil. Listen, God is greater. Get your eyes back on him. Let the Holy Spirit help you to worship God in spirit and in truth. You will see the glorious Christ as he's glorified in your life and through your life. And you'll, by grace, be able to say no to your three best friends, me, myself, and I. We who want to help God. When God says, I've sent you a helper, I've sent you a comforter, I've sent you my very spirit. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Oh, that you might know him as it's his desire to reveal himself to you. You say, but Eric, how do I do it? Don't ask that question. Say, thank you, God, that you who began a good work in me, you are going to complete it unto the day of Jesus Christ through that self-same Holy Spirit that Paul declares was at work in him and is in work in us by the person of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of grace, the Spirit of Jesus Christ. You're born again. You have the Spirit. Begin to worship him in the Spirit. You say, but I don't know what that is. Open your Bible. Open the New Testament. Read the epistles. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what in the world does it mean to worship in spirit and truth. It can't be out of my emotion, although I may sense or feel something. It can't be out of my own thoughts because my own thoughts are in opposition to God. So it has to be in accordance with him, his purpose and his plan, his thoughts, his agenda. His good and perfect and acceptable will for each of us, it's revealed in Scripture, and the teacher, the Holy Spirit, wants to illuminate Christ in the Scripture for you, to fill you with hope in the midst of this situation and every situation, a hope and a confidence that he is on the throne. His power, the power of his resurrection is available, and that you might know him. You're, listen, you're called, just like I am, into a daily, intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ through the indwelling power of the person of the Holy Spirit. Let him be who he is. You say, well, what do I do? You say, Jesus, <laughs> come to me, fill me, speak with me, draw me, communicate with me, open my ears to hear you, help me to think more about listening prayer than what I have to pray for. Because I agree, Lord, I don't know how to pray like I should, but the Holy Spirit, he knows. Listen, he's our helper. He's our friend 24-7 because God wants to help us 24-7. Oh, that we, that you, that I might know him more and more and more because in him is hidden all the wisdom and knowledge that's necessary. Eternity. He is the eternal life. And therefore, by any means possible, that we might attain the resurrection from the dead. Listen, have a great day. Thank you for being here at the kitchen table with me. If you're encouraged today, encourage someone else. Share this with someone else. 
and I'm looking forward to another chat at the kitchen table. Again, this is Arctic Eric thanking you for joining me. And send me an email, arcticeric, arc with a C, arcticeric, at hotmail.com. Good day.